Hello and welcome to my podcast, Soliloquy of a Mortal. This is a space inhabited by me, a mere mortal with an ongoing inner monologue, which you, dear listener, get to sit in on. In this episode, I chat about gift giving, contrived optimism, and I give a brief book review of Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. So, without further dillying or dallying, I say we get into it. Christmas season is finally upon us. I just can't believe it. It's like every year, I don't think it's going to come. But obviously it does, every single time. Uh, (laughs) But it is the season to be jolly. And also the time when consumerism is glorified above all else, I find anyway. I mean, it's like the whole of December up until the 24th is leading up to that time on the 24th or 25th, depending on your Christmas tradition, when you finally get to exchange gifts with your loved ones. Perhaps it's the cynic in me talking now, but I honestly feel like it kind of reduces a holiday which has so much cultural and religious significance to a lot of people to just a capitalistic, consumeristic fest. I mean, people actually get into debt buying things for Christmas they can't afford, um, which I think is a bit worrying. But, you know, then again, I'll say now that nobody else's finances are any of my business. And I actually don't want to know, to be honest. (laughs) But I definitely am in two minds when it comes to gift giving. Christmas, birthdays, achievements, all that sort of thing. I mean, I absolutely love giving gifts to people when I know them really quite well. And I actually live for the moment when I remember someone's birthday is coming up and I know exactly the sort of thing to get them. Like, it honestly, like, lights up a spark inside me. And it becomes like a little project for me, just for a little bit, making sure I've got the right things, deciding whether I'm going for wrapping paper or a gift bag or maybe even a box... Even down to how I'm going to say happy birthday to them, like whether I'm just going to send a simple message like I do every year or if I'm going to send a voice note or if I'm going to get a little bit more creative and like make a cute little video for their birthday as well. Yeah, it's just it becomes like a little passion project for me and I get really excited and I just look forward to giving the person that gift. And I think that's like a really, or if I do say so myself, like a really sweet, wholesome Um, way to view gift giving which I'm sure a lot of people do. I'm not sure if it's a personality trait necessarily but I am usually reluctant to give or do things just for the sake of it and obviously there are exceptions to that but just generally. It makes all the difference to me if there's passion, purpose or meaning behind it. Um, My Myers-Briggs personality type is INFJ for the time being by the way for anyone wondering. (laughs) If you want to psychoanalyze me go for it. To be honest, if I had it my way, and if it was socially acceptable to do this, I would honestly just only give gifts to people, like, if I know exactly the sort of thing that they'd like, and if I actually knew that they'd genuinely appreciate it. I wish there was a statistic out there that showed how many people feign appreciation and satisfaction with their birthday and Christmas gifts, because I would actually really like to know. One thing I love to witness every year is how many people upload their unwanted gifts to sites like Depop for sale right after Christmas Day. Like, I actually find it so funny. And then, obviously, if I see something I like, I sweep in and I take it off their hands. Circular fashion, guys. Circular economy. 
For some reason this year, I'm really invested in the festivities of Christmas, which I haven't been for the last few years at all. I'm even making handmade Christmas cards this year, but I won't go into too much detail about them just in case my family's listening and if my original plans don't work. (laughs) Honestly, if I hadn't left it so late, I would have been way more creative and produced actual handmade gifts, but there's always next time. It's only just starting to dawn on me that these are the last days of 2021. Strangely, I don't feel so attached to this year, and I'm also not on the buzz of bring on 2022, let's leave 2021 behind already. If I was to personify time, I'd say that time does not care whether I'm ready to move on or if I would rather stay in the past. Time plods on as it always has, as it does now, and as it always will. Just taking each day as it comes and working towards whatever it is you're trying to achieve, whatever the next level is for you. It's also that time of year when you see people sharing posts on social media, hyping each other up for the coming new year, saying how it's going to be so much better than this year and it's going to be a fresh start full of prosperity, healing, transformation, blessings and success. And while I'm all here for speaking positive things over your life and putting in the steps and mindfulness to bring all of that sort of stuff into fruition, I do wonder whether it gets a bit forced sometimes. Is it negative of me to question whether this is real, genuine, optimistic thinking? I would say it's doing no harm to anyone, so it's fine. But then again, it's so easy to jump onto the bandwagon and declare things that you don't really believe yet, but still hope to manifest for the new year, and end up disappointed when things don't turn out in that way, and your life isn't looking transformed at all. You could argue that it's just about having faith, believing without seeing the end result yet. But then again, do we really believe what we say we can see coming in the new year? Or is it more of a desperate, inauthentic attempt to set up the new year to operate in our best interests simply by resharing a post online? I just don't think it's necessary to force optimism like that. And I'm not advocating for us all to become miserable pessimists and just assume the worst, because I don't think that's sustainable either. What I think I'm trying to say is that we should try to be more honest with ourselves and not set ourselves up for disappointment. Just taking each day, each week, each month of the year at our own pace, because after all, we're all on our own individual journeys. And finally, I just want to talk to you guys about what I thought about the novel Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, which I finished just the other day, so let's get into it. Also known as The Modern Prometheus, Frankenstein by Mary Shelley was published in 1818. It's argued by some to be the first true science fiction story written and published, and it's definitely the first sci-fi horror fiction I've ever really read as well. I want to start off by saying that I love that this story also comes under the name The Modern Prometheus, For context, in Greek mythology, Zeus, king of the gods, decided to punish humankind by hiding the gift of fire from them. Prometheus is a titan who stole the fire from Mount Olympus and returned it to Earth. In the mythology, it's also said that Prometheus shaped man into clay figures and, with the goddess Athena, breathed life into them, creating mankind. Now, I won't spoil it, But the story of Frankenstein reflects this alternative title quite nicely, in that Victor Frankenstein, 
a young scientist and the protagonist of the story puts together body pieces from old corpses taken from graveyards and mortuaries and brings his creation to life. It's clear that Shelley is referring to Victor Frankenstein as the modern Prometheus, as he uses his intelligence and curious mind to give life and sentience to something that was once not living and not sentient. Prometheus is also given credit for being a champion of humankind, for which he was punished and tormented. I find this is an interesting contrast between Prometheus and Frankenstein, both creators of sentient beings, creators of life, yet one champions his creation and the other does not. And it is because Frankenstein doesn't advocate for his creation, this is not a spoiler by the way, he too is tormented in different ways in the novel. I also really enjoyed the pacing of the story, I felt the characters had appropriate amounts of backstory relevant to their significance and prominence in the novel. I didn't feel that Shelley waffled a lot because she is so visceral in her descriptions that in just a few lines I know exactly what she's trying to get across to me, the reader. And her writing is just so beautiful, like actual art. There are a few parts in the book I can completely resonate with. I was actually shocked the first time. For instance, there is one part um, near the start of the book where Shelley writes, I am already far north of London, and as I walk in the streets of Petersburg, I feel a cold northern breeze play upon my cheeks, which braces my nerves and fills me with delight. Do you understand this feeling? And I read that, and I was like, let me just highlight that real quick in my notes. I was like, yes, Shelley, yes, I do understand that feeling, and... It was from then that I felt really connected to the author, like through her work, through that piece of writing. I thought it was a really engaging story and actually kind of scary, not going to lie, towards the end, definitely. And at no point did I feel bored or tired of reading it, which is always refreshing. There are elements of familial relationships and friendships and even Frankenstein's relationship with one of his lecturers that added so much more depth to the story and were also still relatable and understandable and so human even just over 200 years later. I'm usually reluctant to hand out five star ratings but this piece of literature definitely deserves it in my own honest opinion. Hopefully I've inspired at least one of you guys to pick up this book and give it a go. Just to conclude this page, I talked a bit about gift giving, my opinion of contrived optimism, and I gave a short, very brief book review of Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to rate and review this podcast on whatever streaming platform you're using. And feel free to support me by donating to my Patreon if you feel like it. Hopefully we'll encounter each other again soon on the next page. Sending you all my best wishes. Bye for now.